GameZillaMedia.com. Video game makers believe that their products are starting to attract a whole new market. The voice of the gaming generation. The competition in this industry is so fierce, but we did manage to get a glimpse into the future. Real gaming opinions. The obvious question is, of course, how long will this smashing success last for video games? The last line of attention in major gaming news. The GameZilla Podcast. Look, that comes one of the Welcome to the GameZilla Podcast, your last line of defense in gaming entertainment, I guess? I don't know, we gotta figure this out. I'm your host, Grimlock, and with me, remotely, I have my producers and co-host, the Butterboy and Player One Miggy, and of course... New format. New format. New year. New year. Same me. And with 20... I'm gonna have to behave today. And I'm with, have to behave today. With 2021, we, uh, we can now... We can now confirm we have our first guest on the podcast so let's go ahead and welcome jj coming all the way from cs Montrose hospital right in our backyard how's it going hey pretty good pretty good thanks for having me Absolutely. the first guest of 2021 yeah well we kind of like exciting. we changed up the show a bit right over the last couple mm-hmm. weeks we've kind of started to evolve what we you know what we wanted to do with the podcast and then uh, through a couple meetings that we had with Miggy and, and Butterboy, we decided, hey, this kind of opens up the door for bringing in guests. And then Butterboy was like, and there just happens to be a charity event going on this month. So I think we know who we're going to ask. And then he said no. So we asked you. That, yeah, you know, I know. <laughs> I know you asked Connor and Andrew Anton, and they all had other better things to yeah. do. So. I actually <laughs> asked the receptionist at the hospital, like, hey, could you do this? Because I really don't want to sit with it and JJ for an hour. I, I figured you guys just got sick of uh, me bugging you in the chat the whole time. Like, hey, can I come on? Can I come on? And you just like, if we just put him on and let him talk for a while, maybe he'll stop. Yeah, so the worst I part, though, it. is here you are on the podcast. I'm looking at the stream live on twitch.tv slash Media, and all I see is, is JJ be cool. I'm on the show. I'm on the show. I'm on the show. I'm on the show. I don't know what's happening here. I'm excited. <laughs> All right. But uh, welcome to episode 347 of the game. That's, Zil- that's the podcast equivalent of waving at yourself in the Jumbotron. <laughs> like looking at your like. Yeah, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> Remember sporting events? Guys? <laughs> no. Wow. All right, let me try this again. Welcome to episode 347 of the GameZilla podcast. Um, your elite free DLC for all your gaming entertainment. And before we get into this very special episode, we want to thank our patrons. Yeah, we have to thank everyone at patreon.com slash GameZilla Media who contributes every single month to the life, success, growth, and health of the GameZilla podcast and all the shows on the GameZilla Media Network. You can start as low as just $1 per month. I hope and pray every night as I fall asleep that the kindness will find your heart to send us at least $1 per month if you enjoy the show or these streams. Uh, and there's some cool perks there, but the real goodness comes at that $5 exclusive content level. That's where you get a bonus show from every show on the GameZilla Media Network, giving you that that extra goodness right there on Patreon. Uh, we're talking behind the DM screen from Noobs and Dragons. We're talking about um, different uh, Legend of Retro Game Shark specials. A lot of cool stuff. You gotta become a five dollar patron. It's worth the money, and you are supporting wonderful dudes in me and the boys here at Gamezilla. So please consider joining us. Patreon.com/slash Gamezilla Media. 
supporting wonderful dudes. I never thought about it that way, but now now you yeah, have me sold. Honestly, I I've heard us referred to as lovely. I we've been called lovely gentlemen. World of gaming. I might have used lovely <laughs> to describe you once or twice. Yeah. Listen, sounds right. Listen, what your wife tells you doesn't count, Butterboy. Okay, so <laughs> she would never say anything that nice to me. That's <laughs> that's true. That's true. Okay, what your, what your mom's told you doesn't count. Um, but yeah. Uh, anyways, we do have a very special episode for you today. Uh, remember, if you if you're hanging out live on Twitch.tv/GameZillaMedia every Monday night, then you can interact with this with this podcast live, help influence the show every week. Otherwise, you can catch this show in the vods on YouTube, and uh, of course, you can check out everything we're doing at the website GameZillaMedia.com. But um, we do normally we talk about the world of gaming, what what we're into, what's going on. We just lost we just lost our uh, our special guest here, so let me give me a second here to bring it in. So um, you know what? Why don't uh, why don't um, Butterboy? Why don't you tell everybody about all the other great shows on this network? Yeah, I'd love to do that. So. Hey, if you're listening to us, we're talking about like our uh, lives in the world of current things happening in gaming. But maybe you like them throwbacks. Maybe you like games that are, uh, you know, a couple generations old or older. Then you need to listen to The Legend of Retro. That's our retro gaming podcast. Um, you know, Craig WK, The Glitch, Xander, Chops. Uh, they do a great job sitting around talking about old school games. They pick a featured game every episode. They do a retro uh, relapse where they they go back and they uh, they talk they talk about one specific game they played uh, that month to have some fun with it. They have great uh, retro music voting brackets for the fans in the Discord and on Patreon. Uh, so you got to listen to the Legend of Retro. Uh, there's also Last Action Podcast, all things action movies, Sphinx Sphinx. That's hard to say. Uh, Hovercraft Joe and LPJ. Uh, they're breaking down uh, a, a different featured movie every single week in the world of action films. You'll have some laughs, uh, and uh, if you like action movies, it's perfect for you. Uh, you'll learn a bunch of stuff that you didn't know about your favorite films. And, of course, we have Noobs and Dragons. That's our storytelling tabletop gaming podcast hosted by the Dungeon Master Craig WK as he walks some noobs through the world of Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, you'll have a lot of fun, and you'll spend a lot of time uh, hitting yourself in the head. Like, why did they make that decision? It's because they're noobs, and they don't know anything about uh, about D anD D. So, uh, you'll have you'll have a really good time with that show. So, listen to all those shows, all the same places you'll listen to the Gamezilla podcast, uh, and enjoy those, of course, at gamezillamedia.com. All right, and so when we do shows like this, weird things happen. So we're just gonna go ahead and spin it into gaming moments of the week for for everybody here while we uh, wait on on JJ to, to get reconnected yeah. here. So I'm gonna, as I keep working on this, I'll pass it along to uh, to Player One Miggy. Why don't you uh, tell us your your week in gaming? What uh, what what you got going, buddy? Well, I've got an update that might that, that'll make um, Grim the Dino proud of me. Um, Uh-oh. as you guys, as you guys know, a couple weeks ago, I bought my first uh, gaming keyboard and uh, mouse uh, setup, uh, which has been pretty comfortable. Still getting used to, uh, still getting used to uh, playing games. Uh, you know, like the, all the feel of it and the settings and everything. Uh, just uh, yes, no Saturday, Saturday I downloaded Overwatch for PC, mm. and um, there was one game that was on sale uh, called uh, uh, Generation Zero. 
basically you're in the 80s and uh you're fighting these robots i think it's like germany or poland or something like that but you're fi- you're like you're coming back from this camping trip or whatever and like these ro- machines have like completely taken over this town and like killed everybody in there so you're you're like surviving this open world um you're supposed to survive and try and find out what happened so i was playing that with keyboard and mouse so um yeah i just have to install Fortnite next to start playing that with keyboard and mouse so yeah overwatch has felt pretty good with with playing it and i need to mess with the dpi and the way it feels but yeah Yeah, i could i could probably give to this life yeah you gotta find obviously what feels good for you but um with with the whole dpi and all the sensitivity settings but the thing about i started with warzone right I, i i stayed away from fortnite because of the additional mechanics within fortnite Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I would say that once I started to get used to it, playing Warzone, playing uh, even, you know, playing some Valorant, playing these other games, that's what allowed me to like give um, give the uh, the Fortnite a good a good try here on keyboard and mouse. And now that I'm starting to get used to it. I really, really like it to the point where when I tried to use a controller the other day, uh, setting up Jade um, to try playing some some Fortnite. Um, I didn't like it. <laughs> I was like, what is never this? go back? <laughs> what is this joystick thing? What? But, um, but yeah, that's great. Uh, what about, what about you, butter boy? What do you got going on? There's been an unexpected plot twist in my life <laughs> and I'm spiraling out of control and it's all your fault. Grim. I am a good, Laugh. I am a good friend. If you're in the stream last Monday, we're talking about probably playing Rocket League after and Grim swerves on me. He's like, you said you'd play Fortnite tonight, right? I'm like, what? I didn't say that, but maybe he's like, yeah, but if we play Fortnite, we could play with JJ. And I was like, yeah, okay, I'll I'll play Fortnite if it means gaming with JJ. Like, I'm down. It's already installed on the Xbox, even though it's a game I've played not even a dozen rounds of Fortnite. Sit down. We're getting logged in. Again, I know so little about this game. And then all of a sudden, boom, I get a notification. Grim the Dino has gifted you the Battle Pass, which he knew because you get the Mandalorian base skin for for starts that I have a somewhat addictive personality and I have a hard time uh, not just being pedaled in the metal all gas on things when I get interested. So we played that evening and I'll admit I had fun. Uh, it was cool playing as the Mandalorian and, you know, learning a little bit about Fortnite, which is a game I, again, hadn't played a lot of. Um, and the next day came around around the lunch break and I was like, I was like, oh, yeah, OK, time to get back to playing control. And I was like, I don't know if I'm in the mood to play control. What do I want to do? <laughs> I don't know. I guess I could see what like these quests are all about in Fortnite, like play this battle pass a little bit like Grim was nice enough to buy me the battle pass. Like I like. I should I should do right by him and put a little bit of time into it because he was kind enough to gift me the battle pass. And I played my whole lunch break and I was like, oh, that was actually really fun just because I'm not good at the game. So hopping in and thinking I'm going to survive and win when I'm learning the game wasn't fun all the other times I tried to get into Fortnite. But hop in and my quest is go to these three areas on the map and then you get like 20k XP. Okay, the next one is kill someone with a pistol. Okay. I could try to do that one thing every time I dropped and that got it to where I learned the areas in the map. I learned the different weapons. I learned the basic mechanics. I learned what the different items in the games do. Uh, and then after I get done, whatever I dropped determined to do, 
I would then push to see how long I could survive and go along. Well, that turned into me getting my first solo win within the first, you know, 72 hours of playing Fortnite. And then it was it, it was like crack, like every waking hour that I wasn't working or spending time with my wife was spent playing Fortnite over the last week. Uh, now, do you guys I mean, Miggy and I gamed a little bit on my lunch break, so he knows for sure. Grim, do you know what level in the battle pass I'm on one weekend? No, I, I knew you're one weekend and, and I know of a certain skin that you've obtained. So I, but I believe you're beyond that. So I would if I'm going to guess, I'll say you are. Thirty six. I believe before we start recording the show today, I hit forty seven, forty seven. Because wow. <laughs> I knew you had I knew you had unlocked man cakes, which was you yeah. know, obviously one of the big reasons why we wanted you to push on this battle pass um, so buttery he's so buttery but um before wow, for, you you wow. did half the pass in a week well the, not, how many, so, there's so many quests built up for me not playing the first two months of, of the pass but i gotta grind for grogu i gotta grind for grogu i have <laughs> one month to make it to 100 and, and and get grogu aka baby yoda and get all that baskar it's a need like so, if I if I come up short, it's gonna stress me out because I've committed to trying to do it. So okay, hold on. So if we if we have this correct, then and maybe you don't know this number, but you played for a week. You're halfway through the battle pass. Do you have a number of rounds that you've played? Uh, I couldn't find a way to track that necessarily. Oh, you can. Uh, okay. So yeah, if, if there's a way to do it in the game, if I can hop on my Epic account or something, I just yeah. wasn't seeing that. Yeah. You go uh, to like your profile and then under or your career or whatever it is. And then underneath it, there's like a button you can go into and you can see solos, duos and squads. Um, and then at the, the bottom stat will be like matches played and you'd have to tally them all up. So we'll be, I mean, I'll be interested to hear that. Yeah. It's it's quite I mean, it's the only gaming I did this week and this week. The way it kind of worked out is I spent more time gaming this week than I would on an average week um, with, you know, a lot of times in the evenings I hang out with my wife while she was preoccupied doing other chores and projects that she wanted to work on. And I was like, oh, OK, well, she's going to work on that for a half hour. Let me sit down, and play Fortnite. And that turned into I look over and three hours later, she's still working on her project and I'm still just dropping in. And I'm like, oh, this is this is out of control. But I'm having fun. Well, I, I'm glad you're having fun. Um, like I like I said, um, even Jade's gotten into it now and she's she's enjoying it. And it's just the same reason. Right. She's not she's very new to the game. She's not very good. She's learning. And so having these quests and having the, these fun tasks to do, t they break you away from the concept of Battle Royale and the stress that the Battle Royale can really start to drive you through where you can land and you can achieve something. And even if you don't win that round, you still feel good about that round. And so I think it's a re it's really smart how they've integrated, obviously, qu the quests and stuff they've done before, but they've even taken a step further now with, like, the NPCs and the gold, gener generating gold in the game and being able to, you know, do things where it's like, I can drop and get three green guns and feel like I just got unlucky with the chest that I opened, but if I know where to go on the map and I have a lot of gold, I can turn those guns into anything I want. If I want to rock legendary weapons across the board, it just costs me a little bit of gold and I can do it. So, like, there's just all sorts of different mechanics that are being added to this game that um, I'm I'm really enjoying, and, and clearly other people are too. And, ho and I really hope um, Epic is 
realizing this for the next season coming in this, you know, in the following, the following seasons, because the last thing I want to see is like a lot of these cool things that we like, not in the next season and it's exclusive to the season. And then everybody falls off. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I agree with you. It's, it's been a ton of fun. So your, your story is like a lot of how I got my dad addicted, you know, like, like the horrible Fortnite drug dealers, Grim and I are, I, I, to, I told my dad of the X-Men event and he got excited. And then I was like, you know what? Go ahead and slide him that gift of the battle pass. And now he's hooked to this day. Now, like every time I jump on Fortnite, I get the invite from him. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. We like, I've done like, so I, I start to think about this. So, so good news is we have JJ back. So J- hey! J- JJ is back. We we had some technical difficulties, this, I, and but he's back. Discord thought Discord thought somebody hacked my account and kicked me out, <laughs> and I had to like reset my password and jump back in. I was that's like, what happens. That's what happens when you use an iPad, man. No, I'm I'm just kidding. Um, but we um, so we we basically reversed the show. JJ, we're doing our gaming moments right now while we waited for you. So um. Sweet. But what I was going to say, Miggy, is if you think about this, like, yes, I obviously got uh, Butterboy into it. And now now my wife seems to be into Fortnite. But like even JJ here kind of fell back into Fortnite. And it was it was it was our fault. It was me sitting here talking about Star Wars and how cool it was and being able to be able to use lightsabers in the game. And JJ was like, what? And oh, He's blaming me. I swear I never, yeah. I swear I never play Fortnite. I tried it one time with my nephew two years ago, and I was like, "This game is boring and yeah. dumb, and I don't get it or like it." Yeah. And then you were like, "Last year you were like Star Wars lightsabers. It's so much fun." And I was like, "All right, I'll try it one more time." And I haven't. I've played every single day since. The best part was I was really hyped about it at that moment, which is what got you into it. And then right mm-hmm. after that, I rage quit. I rage quit Fortnite for like yeah. a year. <laughs> I was like, I hate like the lightsabers need to leave. I've had enough. But um, but yeah, like there's been a lot of influence. Uh, You know, there's there's a lot of people that are just like, uh, you know, I think it's like natural nowadays for people to go uh, Fortnite, you know, like you gross Fortnite. And like I look at Fortnite in that way that look at like Ninja. You don't have to like Ninja as a streamer, but you have to appreciate what Ninja has done for mm-hmm. it. You know, for the industry, it's the same thing. Like you might like Warzone, you might like Apex, you might you know you might still be PUBG fan. I, I don't know, but whatever battle royale you play, because most people play at least one, um, you have to pretty much thank Fortnite for giving us like then they're not the first. I'm not saying that, but they are the ones that made it made this genre what what it is today and so um you know i i've always appreciated that level but then when they started bringing in star wars and bringing in marvel and doing these things uh beyond you know on a scale that no other game has ever done um it's hard not to give it some attention so and and not only that in the story that is brewing in the background of that that's what like really solidified my addiction yeah it is it is very interesting like i'm already i'm so like Jade was like, well, what's that ball floating in the middle of the map? And I was like, oh, that, let me tell you. And like, I started getting into it. I'm like, I'm like, Galactus pulled that from the middle of the earth that we're here. And we don't know what's going to happen, but it's caught like, you know, I'm like, I'm like, who knows what's going to happen in the next 30 days? You know, like I'm already getting excited as to like these, you know, the, <laughs> the new things that are going to start. Cause you know how Fortnite is as we get closer to the new season, things are going to start happening in the world, you know, in the levels that, um, that, you know, is going to start giving us like hints at what's happening. Just like holographic Jonesy sitting off in, uh, um, 
I forgot I forgot the part of the map right now. But anyways, there's like there's like a like a holographic Jonesy that's starting to like be a like prophesizing like the, the really? end of times and stuff. What? Like yeah, you can go talk to him and like it's a really oh. weird conversation that you have. But he's there, and I don't know why, you know, type thing. We're just waiting to get a little more information. So, map reset. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, that's what everybody. Uh, that, that's every season. Give me a map reset. <laughs> map reset. Yeah. I want the old map. Uh, but anyways, uh, JJ, welcome back to the podcast. Okay. <laughs> Thanks. Um, yeah, this is what happens when you click on shady links that say you've won like a free titanium white octane. Um, you know, you shouldn't click. You know what? Links. You know what I think? I had Discord open on my work computer and on this <laughs> iPad in case one uh, didn't work. And I think like Discord was like, oh, someone shady is on your account. And so it booted me off on all of my devices. And so no problem. I had to go and convince them I was okay. So was since we're, yeah, just in, ca- just in case I have JJ's account pulled up on my phone here at my <laughs> house. So yeah. uh, just in case we lose him, like I could be JJ. There we go. Perfect. <laughs> um, so since we're doing the show a little backwards right now, we just went through gaming moments. We're going to let you go ahead and, and let us know what's your gaming moment of the week well um speaking of fortnite it was playing fortnite with you guys the other night it, like and i i think i'm smashing two times together because i actually got to play with you guys twice but um just being on your stream grim and like one it was fun because we were fundraising and i got to talk a little bit about what i was doing but it was also kind of fun uh playing with Miggy and Butterboy at the same time and Butterboy trying to like start our car on fire while we were all in it together. And just, like, <laughs> I forgot I, about that. It was an accident. It, it, was, it was an accident. I mean, you know, and we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about it, but it's been so much fun, like playing with, playing with you guys, but then also like hearing like, cause I jump in the chat and stuff like that. And, and I enjoy that. It's honestly been something that's gotten me through COVID. Um, but you know, we, we go to PAX together every year and playing Fortnite with you guys and then during our fundraiser, like jumping on and checking it out, meeting other streamers through you and through other people. Um, it's the closest thing I felt to like going to PAX and like building this community of all these fun people who love doing the same thing. And, you know, we come from all different walks of life, but we can all jump in and just have a blast watching Butterboy blow our car up while we all try to drive away with, oh, that was it. That was it. It was uh, you winning, us winning a victory royale with you blindfolded. Yeah. That yeah. was the most fun I think I've had all year. It was just like. <laughs> I'm glad I you guys had fun because I had no idea what was going on. It was uh, awesome to watch. Yeah. The next morning at work, I made an announcement. We have a, a huddle every morning. And I was like, we got a victory royale while Grim was blindfolded. And, I mean, <laughs> nobody knew what I was saying or what that meant. But they all said, good job. They gave me a Zoom thumbs up. Was, you know, they, they humored me. Absolutely. They can tell it meant a lot to me. Yeah, absolutely. No, I, I agree with you. Obviously, I've talked about it time and time again. Is uh, This, like... Streaming has been such a great uh, outlet for so many people, including myself. But, um, you know, my gaming moment of the week to to wrap up this this section is uh, is was Tuesday night. And it was uh, the the uh, charity stream where it was kind of the kickoff for the feature week. Right. Like the main the main week. And we'll get into the details of this stuff. But, um, you know, that that night was just so much fun because it was like. I was playing Fortnite, but really there was so much hype around the event and and everything that 
playing blindfolded or, or uh, you know, uh, having the dogs come on stream or changing my hat every three seconds because, you know, people were donating. Uh, it just, like you said, it just shows you that it doesn't matter where you're at in the world, doesn't matter what's going on, you know, we can all kind of have a party. We can, we can, you know, look away from all the things that are stressing us and creating anxiety and we can just have a good time and, and, you know, for a good cause. And, uh, you know, it was super special for me. And like I said, when we get into, uh, talking about some of the, the details here, we can, um, you know, get into the more, the more details of what happened on Tuesday, but that definitely was a highlight of my, you know, my year, my, my life, honestly. And, uh, you know, it wouldn't have been possible without, uh, without you guys. So thanks. Uh, thanks for everything. No, thank you. Thank you. That's a lot of fun and it's still going on. That's, that's, I think the best part is absolutely it's a yeah. month long party. Yeah. So with that being said, uh, normally we would say thanks for, it's been a great podcast. We'll, uh, we'll see you <laughs> later, but we did this backwards. So, so now we're going to get into our, our, uh, our topics, but this, this, this week it is, uh, we're going to be focusing on JJ and CS Mott children's hospital and really get an idea. So you guys can understand like, well, you know, Grim's been sitting here talking about video games and virtual reality and Lego robotics and things like, I, I don't like, what does any of this mean? You know, so we're going to we're going to give this platform this week. We're going to give our platform to JJ to be able to explain to you why this is so special and how it's how it's just changing people's lives. But first, I think we need to learn a little bit about JJ. So. So, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. We're going to we're going to focus on you first. But uh, so, JJ, anyways, um, first thing I'd like you to do is. Go ahead and, and tell everyone your your position at CSMOT, and you know, um, we'll we'll go from there. So, sure, yeah. So I am the manager of our patient technology and therapeutic gaming program. Um, I basically oversee all of the fun technology that comes into our hospital. So all of the video game systems that we have, all of the virtual reality equipment, augmented reality. Um, Lego robotics, anything that that kind of your your normal IT group would wouldn't even go near because they're too busy dealing with you know medical equipment. Um, that's that's my realm, and I oversee all of the staff who support all of that stuff. Um, beyond just keeping the equipment moving and going, we also I've also trained all of the staff to work directly with patients. I'm trained clinically. I'm a child life specialist and a certified recreation therapist. That's, that's um, where my background is. So I, um, my, my role before I had this was to educate kids about their stay in the hospital and about any diagnosis they might be going through. And um, uh, at a level that's developmentally appropriate for them and using toys and games and video games and all kinds of stuff to help them uh, cope with the hospital experience, but then also kind of understand what they're doing. And if they're going through tests or procedures or any kind of painful um, or scary things, I use everyday fun stuff to help them deal with that and process that. Awesome. No, yeah, absolutely. I think I call you, I think I took all of that and combined it in. I just call you a wizard or something like that. But it is, there's a lot going on there. So, um, most people, most people used to call me the play lady because most child life specialists were women. I was one of the few guys when I started, so they called me the play lady. Um, yeah, there's, there's your new, there's your new, there's your new gamer yeah. tech, the, the, yeah. play lady. the play lady, grown man, the play lady. Yeah. 
I'm not sure um, I would recommend then, that then gamer I, tag. I, I did video games, so now I'm a video game guy, which I, I don't know if that's a, a level up or to the side or what, but it's all good. I yeah. get to play video games. So. Oh, <laughs> exactly. So with that, um, you know, you talk about that, you, you know, obviously you were working with kids and, and you have these certifications and everything. So it, it, that happened really before the whole video game situation kind of happened. And we've talked about this before. But what I kind of want to know is um, a little bit about you and then we can get into, you know, maybe why this why the video game idea and things kind of came together. So to know that first, we want to know what's your first video game memory as JJ? So my strongest memory, my first is Pong, and it was, it, my dad introduced me to Pong really young, and I didn't really like it, it was just like those little sticks going up and down, up and down, and that was super fun. But my strongest memory of like, actually playing video games and being like, whoa, was my very first time in the hospital. Uh, I have type 1 diabetes, and when I was seven, when I was diagnosed when I was seven, and I had to spend a week at CS Mott Children's Hospital, where I work, and... Um, the first two or three days were not fun at all. I got poked probably, in my brain, it was 100 times. It was probably about 20 or 30, to be honest. Um, and uh, I was in a room with three other kids, and I was really scared. I didn't like the food because I was a picky eater. I just, it was, I was miserable. Um, but my mom happened to be a nurse there, and she knew about the activity room. And a guy who, who ran the activity room at the time, his name was Jerry, and he came down and invited me to come down. And I didn't want to go, but I went. I was also a really shy kid. Um, and as soon as I got down there, I saw uh, an Atari. And I'd never seen anything like that before, like a joystick with a button on it. And I saw this little guy going, and he was like, yeah, sit down. This game, this is really cool. You're going to love it. And I was like, uh. But I sat down, and I had my IV pole, and I was worried my, my like, uh, outfit was flapping open in the wind and stuff. But sat down and and I played Pitfall and Pitfall was the first game I ever played it was insanely frustrating but it was so much fun and I was just like captivated and then this other kid came and sat next to me and he didn't know how to do it and so I was trying to show him how to and then halfway through the week all of a sudden it went from being like the scariest place in the world to being the coolest place in the world and they even had like this really broke like pre-tiger handheld game that they let me take back because they saw how much it helped me um so that was like the first time I ever played a video game, and it it to this day like I I always think back to like Pitfall. That was that was the thing that got me through the hospital. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah jumping over those scorpions is tough, man. <laughs> They're scary, dude. I kept falling, and then I didn't know how to get back up. I didn't know anything. <laughs> I swear I broke that joystick too because I was like cranking it one way or the other. I I couldn't get it to work, but it was fun. At least it wasn't ET, right? You, may, oh, yeah. you, you, you <laughs> yeah, might have hated video games that, if yeah. that was the situation. So uh, we have Pitfall to thank for that. But no, okay. So um, with that being said, what about what is your what's your favorite like all time video game? Like, do you have one or maybe a franchise? Oh, that's tough. <laughs> For my childhood, it was Double Dragon. Double Dragon Two was a game yeah. me and my brother like bonded over. I was blue, he was red. Yeah. That spin kick move. Oh man, that was <laughs> that was the game. Um, but I'd say, uh, yeah, it's all like connected. I love Titanfall too. I think that's the greatest game that anyone's ever made. Um, I just finished Ghost of Tsushima. That game was that would have been my game of the month or my 
gaming moment of the week if I, we hadn't had an awesome win sure. in Fortnite. <laughs> but yeah, it's hard to pick one. It's more like, what am I going through in my life right now? And what game is helping me get through that? And, yeah, I can, I can absolutely understand that. It's, you know, obviously a lot of people know, think it's always Metroid for me, but uh, mm. I think, I think I'm right in the boat with you is like the different times throughout my life, there has been that game that has impacted me. So um, absolutely get it. Um, so with that being said, let's flip it. What is, what's the worst gaming purchase you have ever made? Wow. <laughs> I told you you weren't going to be ready. I wanted, we wanted these just real reactions here. <laughs> I put this question so in because I need to know, because you know, I bought a lot of bad video gaming related <laughs> things. I want you know, to suffer with me. To be honest, I'm going to tell you, it's, it's the Nintendo Switch Joy-Cons. They Ooh. drive me nuts because I love that gaming system beyond like it's one of my favorites. But I've gone through eight Joy-Cons where they just drift. Yeah. Drift, oh, wow. Drift. And it's and it's it's incredibly frustrating because we get them for the kids at the hospital. And then all of a sudden the kid's like, why isn't this working? And we have to go get another one because we don't have time to like send it to Nintendo and get it back and all that stuff. And so like and I think it's just because it's such a great system with that one thing and it keeps happening. It's driving me insane. So it's like. That's a really good answer. 60 bucks. Yeah. 60 bucks for something that doesn't work is really frustrating. Yeah. That's a really good, you know, obviously I'm used to hearing something like just like a bad, like I thought this game was going to be good, but it turned out to be bad, but this is a good, it's a good view on it because, um, I know Mickey's new to the switch world. So Mickey hasn't experienced what, uh, butter boy, myself, you on on a whole nother level have dealt with, 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 uh, Joy-Con, uh, stick drift, but um, you know, obviously to the point where there's class action lawsuits and everything going on with Nintendo, it's a known issue that, but I think it's an industry issue. If you look at this, there's a class action lawsuit on the, on dual sense to PS5 controller that just, I just uh, saw that. Yeah. yeah. And, and I, and you, everyone knows my story. I just got done sending both my, um, Xbox elite series two controllers to Microsoft for, stick drift and and issues so i mean i don't know what's going on but i just games are i don't know if like back when we were younger we just dealt with it like but i don't remember having issues with like you know older controllers well, you, I never the, had you could take an N64 controller and bash your friend over the head with it and cut his head open with and it. And controller, spatter with blood. The Joy Con's a little, the joystick's a little sloppy, but everything still works. But Same with I'm the concerned with this story tie, that you just dude tie tie a rope around the N64 and you can use it as a grappling hook. It was really yeah, yeah absolutely. I remember back but, back in the day when I worked at uh, GameStop. We when things got returned, you just destroyed them, right? It was just destroy them, throw them in the garbage. Um, there was not a lot of like kickback stuff as far as sending it back to the vendor. So, you know, somebody would get the job to have to go break a bunch of stuff in the back room before we throw it away. And, um, you know, it seemed like a huge waste. It usually was because, I mean, you know, you know how returns go. A lot of times people just don't want it. There's nothing wrong with it. They just don't want it. And, um, some stuff though that that was just the rule. So, anyways, we started having a competition where we actually made a board in the background for durability with controllers because we were just <laughs> blown away at like Nintendo at the time, like how much abuse this controller could take before it finally started to fall apart compared to others. But yeah, it's um it's weird that we're seeing this these issues and that it was a that was a very good answer as to uh, worst gaming purchase you've ever made. So, um. 
with that, we're going to go ahead and just say, um, ask you one last question about JJ before we move into CS Mott uh, and, and how it all kind of connects here. But what video game do you believe you are best at? Wow. <laughs> wow. Like you got to 1v1 someone or something, or you have yeah. to achieve, you have to do well in this game. So it's like, you do well in this game, you could win a million dollars. I was what just going to say, a million dollars on the line. You get to pick. Can I do two? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, you know what? Yeah, yeah I want to hear two. Well, so because right. cool. I like if you if you hold me up to like other great players, I wouldn't say I'm that good. But Titanfall two, when I played it before I started playing Fortnite, I would, I was really good at that. And then I tried to play again the other night. I hadn't played in like a year, and and it's just you know it's been yeah. out for three years, and the only people who play it are like the pros, and I'm not. I'm not great, but I can still hold my own on that game. And so I'd say that's probably my, the one where I was like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good at this game. And then uh, <laughs> there was a game for the Nintendo called Super Spike V-Ball. I was yeah. so good at that game. Unbeatable. No one could beat me. Okay. That was back when you played four people next to each other on a couch <laughs> and you had to plug it into a separate thing that plugged into a separate thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. That might be my all-time favorite game, actually, now that I think about it. Super Spike V-Ball. That Super game was Spike V-Ball. All right. I so it's, a, it's a great game. I didn't discover it till like a decade ago, and I was like, this is a wonderful game. Oh, you just like jam on the B button really hard to power up your spike and slam it down. And the best is if you like block somebody else tries to spike and you you reject them with the block. Oh, that game! I miss it so much. <laughs> so JJ, if I start playing Titanfall too, you got me. You got me right. Oh yeah. Oh, we can play tonight. I will play with you for sure. <laughs> He's like, I'll bail on everyone. I'll bail on right. Fortnite. I'm not playing with you guys. Me and I are gonna go play some Titanfall too. <laughs> I was one of those people who were so mad at Apex because it did so well, and I like. And I was happy for them, but at the same time, like like respawn, I think deserves all the praise they get because they make the best games in the world. But man, Titanfall three needs to come out. I miss it. <laughs> I miss my Titanfall. Um, so I guess yeah. Are you not an Apex player then? Have you ever tried Apex? Um, I tried it one time with you, and oh, I yeah. was not very good. Yeah, and, <laughs> it didn't feel like uh, Titanfall to you then. It didn't feel like – I think if I had, like, a, a group to play with every day and could get good at it, I think yeah. I'd really enjoy it. But it, that was before you got me into Fortnite, and I didn't like Battle Royals at all back then. Oh, okay. Um, so I was, like, trying new things because you were you were pushing me into it. And <laughs> But at the same time, like, our internet was so bad. Like, the ping was, like – Oh, yeah. This is always in the red. So, like, you know, I got an upgrade, and now I can play all the time. But yeah. Well, the good uh, news I would is, jump in. if someone wanted to play Apex with me and they, they were willing to let me like, like, like carry me a lot until I learned how to play the game, I, I think I'd really enjoy it. Well, the good news is it looks like I might be getting back into Apex here just as, a, as another game. So if that's the case, then maybe we can try it out again. See if see if it's feels a little bit different for you. But for all sure. right. All right. So. We've talked about JJ. Obviously, he introduced himself. We know we know CS Mod Children's Hospital is is where he works. But we and we talked about his position. But we want to kind of get into you know what it does, what does it mean and and how does it how does it help people. So um, you kind of already talked a little bit about you and your team. But can you give us like an overview of what your team does at CS Mod? Like, yeah. Yeah, definitely. So our, our ultimate goal is to um, integrate 
video games and gaming technology into everybody, well, not everybody, but whoever it works for their, their uh, therapeutic goals. So we, we pretty much believe that everybody is a gamer. In, in some, at some point now, it's really hard in the world to find somebody who doesn't play a game, um, and usually a digital game, whether it's on their phone, on their iPad, a gaming system, whatever it is, somebody has something they really enjoy. Um, and if they don't, it's really fun introducing them. So there's a lot of people who've been stereotyped as non-gamers. But if you find the game that they enjoy, say it's, you know, most people just think of like Call of Duty or something like that. But, you know, somebody might really enjoy Animal Crossing or, um, or Tetris or something like that. Like it's, what we do is we meet these patients who are struggling, um, especially now during COVID times where they're really restricted in what they can do. And, and we just learn about them. We learn, like, what do they like to do? If it's video games, we find out what video games they like, whether they can still play them or not, depending on their situation. Um, if they don't like video games, but they're like, yeah, I love to draw, or I love to, to, I don't know, dance or do something like that, then we say, well, you can't do that here because of the situation, but through games, we can allow you access to this type of thing. And while you're playing this game, guess what? You're also meeting these therapeutic goals. And so that's really what we do is we try to, educate patients, parents, and clinicians on how games can be incorporated to help patients meet their therapeutic goals. Yeah, absolutely. And, and obviously, uh, the whole group here at GameZone Media has had uh, some hands-on experience with, with your team and everything, these amazing, you know, amazing things that you guys are doing here. Um, you know, I think we all came into it originally when we first met you, and we're like, well, this is really cool, and they're doing cool stuff. But then, like, the impact that you, that you instantly see is like life changing, you know, like for me, you know, I, I, you know, I was born with a cleft palate and I've spent my time through surgeries and stuff like that in, in children's hospital. And so I've experienced on some level, this, this fear and this discomfort and things like that, that you have to, you go through and you're, you're, you're a kid, you don't necessarily know how to process it. And so watching you know like my first time there watching what you guys do like i almost like i literally was like about to cry i'm like i can't cry because i don't no one will know why i'm crying and then i don't want to like cause like a snowball effect where everyone gets upset and then i get banned from the hospital because i can't handle this but but that's how i felt like it just like was amazing and so um you know obviously every time that we get to talk to you and and we you know we're doing these events and stuff it's been uh just you know, you, you change, you help kids every day, you change lives, but uh, I don't think sometimes you guys realize, like, even me as a streamer or, or this podcast group, like, like when you hear Chops tell you, you know, from Legend of Retro that he, he misses, you know, uh, Mod Arcade and things like that, like, you've altered us, too, where, where, you know, in, in a positive way, and you've given us an outlet that uh, makes us go home at night and feel like we've, you know, accomplished something that we're really proud of. And so um, I think it's hard in this world, especially with COVID. You know, we have so many things that were this mundane routines that we're going through and these restrictions and and to find value in ourselves is challenging. So when you can do that, it's uh, it's special. So oh, I was trying to make you awesome, cry man. there because you, yeah, you know, no, you've done it to me. me. So, <laughs> But... I think, I think honestly for me, like developing as a professional, like that's been the biggest reward because I was, I worked directly with patients for a really long time. And then I saw like this program had to grow. I was the only one doing it and I couldn't do it by myself. And so 
we relied very heavily on fundraising and everything that we use in the hospital, including our positions, is all through donations. And what be as I was able to slowly grow, I was reaching out to the community because I my gaming knowledge is limited. Like I just told you, like I just started playing online with people last year. Before that, I was all couch co-op, and that's how I played with kids in the hospital. Um, but I knew there was a much bigger world and there were kids playing games I'd never played. And so I started to try to bring in volunteers and other people to share their knowledge. And that's, that's for me where like now that I'm a manager and I don't work directly with kids, it's so much fun working with streamers and people at Microsoft or people at PAX or other places who have this, I've, I've just learned like the the gaming world is everyone thinks is very toxic you know who doesn't live in the gaming world and i thought that as well as a gamer and now i'm learning like there's it's so there's so many people who benefit from it and love each other and are just so supportive of one another and it's it's kind of like seeing how that helps you guys makes me almost feel like i'm working with patients again because it's like oh now i'm helping the gaming community as a whole and that that's really fun for me that's really exciting yeah absolutely you're you're creating more opportunity for your platform i mean that's what you're doing and it's amazing you know it is amazing and so i think that transitions us perfectly into my next question um which would be what do you hope for the future uh within cs mott children's hospital what do you want moving forward how do you want to grow this uh this this amazing program yeah so it's you know it's it's a it's a many-headed beast i guess is the way to say it because it started with video games but now we have lego robotics we have virtual reality we're doing studies so we're trying to like show like proof you know we 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 see it every day i take i document with videos and stuff but we want to be able to start doing research to really show like how gamings are affect how games and video games and things affect people's stay in the hospital. You know, if someone who's playing video games, are they up and moving more than somebody who is just sitting and watching TV or is someone getting through their PT, uh, their physical therapy faster or easier with less pain because they're doing it with a video game as opposed to just like trying to do something repetitive two or three or 15 times over again. So, um, the way we do that, though, is by getting the equipment and the staffing to help us do that. Um, before COVID, we had this dream of having Mod Arcade every week, which is a huge event where volunteers from all over the state and even the world really have come to volunteer, and you guys have all been there. Um, and they get to see what it's like for kids in the hospital and kind of really understand, like, they're people, they're sick, but they can still play and have fun, and then the kids and the staff there get to see, oh, gamers are good people who want to help people and are like really like learning from each other. Um, so having these big events with Mod Arcade, we want to start doing those again as soon as COVID's over. We want to figure out ways to allow kids to connect uh, virtually online to still have a community just like we all do, you know, right after this podcast. We're going to jump on and play some Fortnite. And that's what we want to be able to let our patients do. We want to be able to connect Johnny, who's down on floor three, with um, Sue, who's up on floor 12, and let them play Fortnite together every day if they want. Um, but we need the staff to do that. We used to have a lot of volunteers to help us, but we, we don't now because of COVID. We can't let volunteers into the hospital. So um, growing our staff of professionals who really know how to make all this happen, that's a, that's a huge goal of ours right now. Um, so we have someone there seven days a week, you know, eventually 24-7, uh, to help the kids and to help the staff make sure they've got all that 
gaming and connection that they need. Yeah, absolutely. And and like you said, we've uh, we've experienced a lot of that, and obviously COVID has has just changed. It really, it's, it's hit the pause button on a lot of it. But um, you know, working with you and and your team and hearing um, you know what you've what you put together even during even during this quarantine um, to try to give new. Uh, tools and, and just and stuff to uh, to everybody is really cool like uh, like your, the the uh, internal YouTube channel and things like that that you guys uh, have done to try to help um, you know give some sense of normalcy uh, in this in this really weird uh, time but um, yeah I mean the future obviously I can tell you something that I've always thought growing up is I never was a runner right I hated running. Um, I thought cross country was dumb. I thought track was dumb. It didn't matter. But the second you put a soccer ball in front of me, I ran more than I, I would just run all day. Like I played mm -hmm. six soccer games in a row. And when it was winter time and indoor soccer, it just, I didn't ha I had no stop. Um, and because it gave, there was a, there was a goal. There was something in front of me that was like, Hey, get this object into the goal. And unfortunately, you have to run to do it. You know, and the same thing with, with hockey. It's like skating around to me in a circle. I got bored of it pretty quick. But the second you gave me a stick and a puck and you gave me something to do, I didn't think about how much work it was and how tired I was after. I just loved doing it. And so for me, I think, you know, what you're doing with the research and, and trying to gather this data to prove how important these uh, these things are is, uh, you know, is, is very important because we like us gamers and myself, I, I can sit here and, and believe and tell you, yes, it, it helps. And yes, it's very important. And if it's not there, you will see a difference. Um, yeah. But unfortunately, you know, you, you, data is is life. So <laughs> you have to yeah. prove it. And I think yeah. that's great that you're doing that and moving forward. I think it's going to open a lot of doors for you to keep growing this this program. Yeah, I think I think one of the coolest things we've been able to do in COVID so far is, is Andrew, one of my uh, patient technology specialists who's on the floor every day working with the kids. He works really closely with physical therapy and physical therapy is one of the only rooms in the hospital where um, it's the room, the gym is big enough that we can actually have two kids in the room at the same time. They both have masks, but they're far apart from each other. And um, Andrew was able to hook them both up with a VR headset so that they could play catch without actually physically like touching the ball or hmm. anything like that. But they could be in a VR space. So they felt like they were outside. They felt like they were throwing a ball to each other. Um, and, and with their physical impairments, they actually couldn't throw a real ball at each other, but they were able to do the throwing motion in the game and be able to catch it and get that haptic feedback from the controller. Um, and so they were actually able to play together more than some kids who are even at their houses can play with each other right now. And so that, that was a really powerful moment for us. That's awesome. Um, yeah. You just tell me, telling us that gave me chills. Like yeah. just yeah, thinking how, yeah, yeah. Well, mm. how meaningful that has to be to those kids. That's awesome. Absolutely. Um, Let's move into the charity. We have we have a charity event mm -hmm. that is live right now, so people can people can help out this cause right now across many different streamers that are involved or directly through you. So why don't you just uh, go ahead and break down the the charity event and um, for anybody that's listening to this or or watching it, uh, you can, you know, there's, there's links uh, everywhere for through GameZilla as far as our streamers, our websites and all that stuff. If you have any questions, just ask us, but, uh, go ahead, JJ, tell us uh, a little bit more about the charity event going on right now. 
Yeah, so we have a, an event going on right now called Love for the Little Victors, and we are directly reaching out to gamers, uh, gamers who have been volunteering with us forever have been asking, like, how can we support you? You know, I do a stream. I'd love to raise funds for you um, directly. And and luckily this year we have, or for the last two years, we've had a digital media group that's um, fundraising group that's been helping us uh, put together a Tiltify page and bring streamers it started out being like we wanted to reach out to local Michigan streamers, people who had affiliations with U of M and with us through our, our different events who knew about us. And it grew to now we have over 41 streamers from uh, 16 states in three countries helping us out. And part of it's just been like people like you, Graham, who like your people who are in your chat are also streamers are like, oh, this is so cool. I want to check it out. But really, the whole idea is for the month of February, we're doing an event called Love for the Little Victors. Um, we have featured streamers every every day. I think we have, what, three or four. Some of them are, are uh, able to get on front page of Twitch, which is amazing. It's really cool seeing them up on there. And um, We're just raising money to help uh, support the patient technology program. Um, uh, that All that money goes to buying uh, gaming equipment and then also to support um, uh, us getting a weekend staff person so that we can have... Uh, Basically, kids playing video games seven days a week, somebody who can help us. Um, and so poor Andrew and Connor can take a day off here or there and not feel super guilty because there's a day where kids aren't getting video games. But um, like I said, our program is entirely donor-funded. We don't get any money from anywhere else. Uh, and it, uh, yeah, they, you can watch any of our streamers. You can jump on our Tiltify page and... Um, just donate there. There's a button you can just click to donate if you don't have time to watch anybody, but I highly encourage you to watch because they're super fun and uh, you might find some new friends along the way. Um, if you are a streamer and you want to help fundraise, there's also a button there to um, click on. You can learn about how you can support us. Um, the event is... Uh, um, actually, right now, we're having a really awesome um, moment where... Uh, Kroger has offered to match dollar for dollar up to $5,000 any money we raised this week. Last week, Delta did the same thing for $5,000 when we met our goal there. So that was pretty awesome. And it really kind of motivated our streamers. They kind of took it to the next level. It was really cool. Um, and uh, Kroger and Millcraft are two companies that are helping to, to kind of support the program and support the, the entire event. So we're really grateful to them and to all of the streamers who have been helping us out. Yeah, absolutely. I think, um, you know, this is this is my second time around working with uh, with you guys through Tiltify via streaming, trying, you know, trying to raise some some funds. And I, um, you know, the first time was like I was kind of the like the guinea pig, right? Like, we were like you hey, were we, you are yeah. very first streamer. <laughs> we set this thing up. Let's see how it works. And, you know, yeah. and, and it worked. And, and I think my first reaction to Tiltify was, wow, this is this is a great platform. This is a really cool tool both for CS Mod Children's Hospital and for the streamer that's that's getting involved to really collaborate and, and do some good without it having to be too complicated. So it is just, it's, it's very uh, simple to set up. 
Uh, they've integrated it with, for streamers, they've integrated it with everything from, you know, your alert systems and everything else. You can really build some fun, just some fun interactive times around people supporting a great cause. So I love the fact that, you know, I have tier different tiers of alerts that go off depending on what people end up donating. And so, you know, it's, um, you can build incentives, you know, like, um, <laughs> like JJ was saying, uh, we won, we won a game of Fortnite while I was blindfolded. That was thanks to someone donating, you know, towards the cause. Otherwise I would never blindfold myself. So, um, but you know, it was, uh, it was fun for me cause I've, I'm honestly never thought about like what would happen. And it was extremely difficult, but we got through it and we won the round, which was nuts. Um, you could build goals, you know, so you know, there's 24 hour streams coming around. There's uh, there's streams. I, I have to do a stream where I'm wearing an inflatable T-Rex outfit for the entire stream. And I'm really <laughs> like it, it just it is. It's a fun way to uh, to create excitement and, and but also um, really good exposure, you know, for the program. Mm -hmm. So, um and that's going on. I have a question for you. Oh yeah, I yeah. got a question for you, Grant. Yeah. So like, I mean, we have a Discord now too, and it's been interesting to see the other streamers talking. And and I'm interested if you've met any new streamers through, yeah, through this event. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah, I've met I've met a lot of. So I've tried to stop by almost everybody that's involved when they're when they're going live. I'm keeping you guys are doing a you know your uh, your event team. Uh, your coordinators right now are are absolutely just killing it, man. They are they are rock stars. Um, making sure tweets are going out, making sure you know the the knowledge is there to find who's doing what at any time around this charity. And so I've been stopping by, making sure I say hi. You know, um, trying to support support everybody's everybody's drive here to uh, to raise money. And um, I've met some people right from you know. Michigan, which has been, which I had no idea. I was like, oh, wow, you know, this is awesome. And then even like you said, um, meeting people from all around the world uh, that all have just a great community. And, you know, I, I feel like when you have a group of people come together for a cause like this, you pretty much can just say, I should just be friends with everybody here because our we're mm -hmm. like minded, you know, we yeah. have we have our, our goals and everything are really uh, similar. So um, I've, I've got to meet some people that, that honestly, to me, they're, they're kids and it just, it warms my heart to see younger people, you know, grab onto something and, and, and it be so passionate to them. And then I've, you know, the opposite ends there too. And it's just, it's fantastic that we can all come together. Um, I've made some friends out of it for sure. And again, that's why it's another one of those things where like you you thank me and you thank us as streamers a lot but i always make sure like to thank you because this 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 like uh re this relationship that's been built here is a two-way street it is very very much um you know helpful for both sides especially right now with covid where it's like uh, in like the statement i said um i just feel good you know like here we are yeah going into 2021 and we're all hoping it's a better year and things are going to get better and things like that. But, um, to sit here in February and do what we're doing, um, it's a hot, it's a highlight, you know, and yeah. <laughs> I think 2020 yeah. was filled with so many, you know, um, you know, speed bumps or walls that we ran into, um, when we thought we were going to be, Oh, just a couple weeks and we'll all be back to normal life. And then a year <laughs> went by, you know, and it's just like, right. To, to have things like this that we can that we can um, contribute to is is uh, is great and to find people that 
feel the same way that I do. Um, you know, it's such a like to look at what we've done already in 15 days. You know, yeah. again, the yeah. last time we did this, JJ, it was me. Yeah. <laughs> now we yeah. have, like you yeah, said, that's... 40 plus people across <laughs> multiple countries and we just exceeded $30,000, yeah. right? We broke the $30,000 yeah, mark. Right. We're a little over 31000 right now and yeah. it's just been like two weeks. Yeah. Two weeks, I think. I, yeah. And that blew my mind um, when the fundraising team came to me and said, yeah, our goal is going to be 50000 I was like, are you serious? Like, I... <laughs> I got scared, yeah. but like you said, the team—it's a small team, and like, and um, but they're amazing, and they—they they keep telling me they're like, this is the most fun we've ever had fundraising. Yeah. Watching all of you guys stream and and seeing how excited the community is, and that's really exciting for me because one of our goals wasn't just like helping kids in the hospital, but it was like building this gaming community around the hospital. That's why we loved Mod Arcade, we loved inviting you guys, and we loved introducing you guys to like. We used to have the five oh first come and and you know, we had like all these other streamers who were kind of starting to trickle in and we really love to build this community um of gamers and showing like the positivity that gaming has. And you know, we haven't really been able to do that and now we're we're starting to do that again and it's just fun to bring all these Michigan streamers in, but then also all these other streamers from all over the world who have some kind of weird tie into U of M. Like some of some of them have just like, Well, I know Grim, so I'm gonna do this. But others were like <laughs> I grew up in Ann Arbor, or I, I grew up in Ypsilanti, or I, I went to U of M, or I hate U of M, but I love kids, so I'm going to help you, you know? Like, and so it's been really cool. Yeah, there's one right there, Butterboy. Like. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, it's cool. It's, one, it's really fun. One last thing, I think, uh, if you, because I think you were, you were able to tell me this on stream uh, the other day. What, uh, what, what are some things, like, if someone was to, you know, donate a couple bucks or five bucks or whatever it is you were telling me like a small donation does is still able to do this for you know for the hospital and like a like a gaming session or like a video game like it's it was uh you know kind of oh yeah i don't think that's i think it's the one thing is us streamers we don't understand that side of it so it's hard for us to say hey if you donate 20 bucks this is what you that's what the you know program is going to be able to do right yeah yeah and and i think that's that's real important for like people to, to realize like when they're watching streamers like even just one dollar it's 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 more than zero dollars and when you have you know if, even if a streamer has 50 people watching them and each one gives one dollar that's a video game like that's a game we can buy and we download that game and that one game you know like um if, if anybody's ever been to mod arcade you guys know like we play smash every single time and we have eight kids playing smash every single time and you know we it if that one game can affect eight kids every single day, you know, that multiplies. And that's hundreds of kids who are being affected by the $50 that came together from the 50 people who all donated $1. But, you know, if you want to break it down, like $10 allows us to buy a digital download game. You know, $20 um, is a 30-minute session with a kid from, one of, from our Lego robotics guy. And he is the by far the most popular person we have in the hospital <laughs> everybody from two years old to 100 years old wants to build a robot out of legos and they want to learn how to do it and he's going to teach you how to do that and how to code um 40 uh 30 dollars is a, is a 45 minute vr session which goes a long way for kids who just need to move and need to feel like they're getting out of the hospital um if you want to get up higher like 
um, $100 buys us these little Cosmo robots, which are these really cool robots that can smile at you and interact. We had a kid, um, we had a kid who was uh, deaf and he only could communicate through sign language. And uh, Connor, our robots and our, our iOS expert, he was working with this young man and um, taught the kid how to program the robot to talk. And he programmed the robot to drive up to his mom and tell his mom, I love you. And his mom started crying because she had never, ever heard her son say out loud, I love you. And that was just like this moment where everybody in the room just kind of crumbled. They're just like, oh my gosh. And that's the kind of stuff we can do. Like for a hundred bucks, we get a robot and that robot sees tons of kids. But I mean, that, it just made that family's day. Um, for $500, we can buy a gaming system. $200, we buy, you know, a, a Nintendo Switch or um, we, uh, $5,000 allows us to buy a gaming cart, um, which is, we have a bunch of them and we've got, had them donated from various charities. Um, but it's nice to be able to go out and like hand select one or build one ourselves as well and, and to have that flexibility. Um, $200 can now buy us like a, a, an Oculus and those things go Oh man, the stuff that we can do with the new versions of it, it's so cool. So, um, yeah, so there's every little bit counts, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't want you to think that one dollar, I wouldn't want anybody to think that one dollar doesn't count because it, it goes so far and everybody just donating one dollar is makes such a huge difference. That's how we built our program, like from grassroots. Yeah, no, I so. think, I think the way you explained it, you know, 50 people, $1, one game, but what is that one game's impact, right? That's, mm -hmm. that's very strong. And that's the same thing with like, when you said this buys us a switch or it buys us an Oculus, it's still, you still need to look past the object and say, well, what's the impact? And the impact is there really almost isn't a number that you can even put to it. You know, it's just yeah. uh, forever helping. Uh, so that's, uh, that's really cool. Obviously, the charity event is going really well, and we're going to be keeping it going all month long here with Gamezilla, with uh, with Grim the Dino, with Player One Miggy. Um, you know, there's a bunch of us that are here that are involved. But again, um, check out check out um, CS Mott uh, on Tiltify. You know, they have they have a whole page built now, and anytime anybody's live, they get it, it gets you know they get top priority, and you can see them all. Um, so you can always find new people that are that are you know driving towards this cause that, um, again, are all fantastic content creators. So um, make sure to check it out, and if you can, uh, please support support uh, the uh, love for little victors. And we're going to uh, keep having fun with it, obviously here at Gamezilla, and and help get to that that fifty. We're gonna get to that fifty k goal, but I think we're gonna beat it. Honestly, I think we're gonna see we're yeah. gonna see JJ over there, whoever controls that 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 uh, that account. They're gonna have to extend it a little bit for us because we're gonna need a little bit more of that bar to fill up. But <laughs> I called it. <laughs> I called it out the gate though. We were sitting at like you know I don't know twelve hundred bucks. I'm like fifty k. We got this. Like that. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not even. He's over here like fifty k. That's a lot. I'm over here like. <laughs> challenge accepted let's go I but, mean, <laughs> the generosity of this community is just mind-blowing it's yeah. just mind-blowing and i just every day i look at the you know i check my phone and i look at that thing. that's the fun part is like watching it and yeah. then there's there's like i wouldn't call it a competition but it's kind of like there's like you can see like which which uh yeah. streamers is raised what and there's like a you know, a scoreboard basically. And it's kind of fun to see people kind of going up and down and 
Um, <laughs> Absolutely. It's just, it's fun. It's cool. Yeah, no, for yeah. sure. It's a, it's a great time. We're having a really good time and I'm so happy to see it just, uh, just taking off right now. I mean, just, just great. Every, everybody is, is just doing such an amazing job from the streamer level to, like I said, the event coordinators, obviously to you, to you and your team, you've, you've been in like everybody's stream almost every night. Um, you know, I've seen all of you end up playing games with some of the streamers and it's just the involvement really helps us connect and helps us, you know, um, you know, for me, I have hands on, so I have the experience and I can, I can, I can throw out passion about it very easily for, like you said, people are right there on the opposite side of the world to all of a sudden have JJ in the chat talking about things and answering questions and stuff. It makes it so much, there's more hype, there's more understanding and it just, it equals out to a better, a better result. So, well, JJ, Thank you so much for being on the show today. I, I want to close this off by giving you the opportunity to, you know, um, as far as plug any social media or website or anything that you want. I know you just had, uh, I know, you know obviously your guys are very active on Twitter, but you just launched your your Twitch account. So I don't know how you want to go about it, but I'll leave it to you. What uh, Where do you want people to find you at? Um, so I think the best thing would be our, like, go to our Tiltify website, which I believe is Michigan Medicine uh, on Tiltify. Uh, if, you, if you look that up, that'll take you there. You can also um, go to Tiltify, and in the search bar, you can literally just type CSMOT, and it, you'll, yeah, you'll find, you'll populate that way too. But Yep. Yep. And if you if you look up Stream for Mott, uh on, on Twitter, you'll find us there, and we're, we're constantly tweeting out. Um, all of the streamers who are supporting us and w when they're going live. Um, I think those are the main ones that I would, yeah. I'd put out there. Absolutely. Yeah. Our, our, our Twitch, we, uh, we, we're not quite sure what we're going to do with that yet. We're basically using it so that we can follow our streamers and communicate with them. But we've been kicking around like, what could we do in the hospital with this? Like, should we start our own, you know, Twitch channel and, uh, have kids streaming or have us streaming. And so the, in talking about like all the therapeutic stuff that we're doing there. So I would stay tuned for that one. Maybe uh, we'll give you guys an exclusive when we actually start going live. <laughs> Absolutely. I like it. You heard we'll it here, there. folks. Exclusive rights. Don't get any ideas. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but all right. Well, JJ, once again, thank you so much for hanging out with us today. Um, through the technical difficulties and everything, we, uh, yeah. we had a great, we had a great time. So, um, this is a little weird because normally I'm used to going into gaming moments of the week, but we already took care of that. So I will, uh, give it back to Butterboy to remind everybody, um, where they can, you know, basically listen to all the content and, and check us out. Yeah. Your first stop needs to be gamezillamedia.com. Go there. That's where you can listen to all the podcasts and get tuned into what we have going on. Of course, you search Gamezilla Media on YouTube. You can watch clips from the show. You can watch uh, rebroadcasts on our Twitch channel as well. So if you're just hopping in now on Twitch and enjoy, you know, enjoyed the conversation, you can get the whole thing uh, by doing the replay on Twitch. That's available for you tomorrow. So uh, we just appreciate everyone listening. And don't forget, we have a ton of great shows available outside the Gamezilla podcast at gamesdillamedia.com of course spotify itunes stitcher we're pretty much everywhere you listen to podcasts and we'd love for you to give us that thumbs up give us a review subscribe that helps you know with those those algorithms with those numbers that helps us reach more people and we appreciate it 
Yeah, absolutely. And I think my last point I want to make is uh, if anybody is considering uh, jumping on the the Patreon uh, bandwagon, wait till March. And instead, you know what? This month, why don't you uh, why don't you go ahead over to Tiltify, look up CS Mott Children's Hospital, and 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 drop that into into the cause because that's what we're doing. You know, um, it's it, that's that's what that's what we're what we're doing this month. And and we'd like we you know we want to. Uh, we want everyone to jump on and, and just I'm telling you, it just it's amazing. And um, check out some of these streamers because some of these CS Mod has provided us with videos to play and everything. We can, you know, you can really get a, gr- a really great sense of what JJ and his team are doing on a daily, on a, you know, daily uh, task here to to change people's lives and help with anxiety and stress and fear of uh, the unknown and just uh, you know let let kids be kids you know that's really what it comes down to in the end so yeah that that's that's my ask is you know go ahead head over to tilt head over to tiltify look up cs mott um you know hop over to a streamer like myself or play where miggy somebody that's doing it and, and get the, and find the link that way there's there's plenty of ways to to find your way over to uh to be able to support an amazing cause all right uh with that being said this is uh, this has been episode 347 of the games little podcast um our first interview of 2021 and of this new this new uh style that we're throwing down so i'm really excited um to to continue this and be able to find you know introduce you to people like jj that you know are using the gaming world in such a positive way as as jj put it himself we always you know the gaming world looks so toxic because we focus on the negative and we look at the bad side of things but there is so much going on in this industry that is just life-changing and uh you know for me it's people like jj that that helped me see it and um you know obviously now all i want to do is be however i can be be a part of it and i think that's what you should do too so Thank you so much for everybody hanging out. We'll uh, we'll see you next week. And just remember, we're your elite free DLC for all your gaming entertainment. And until next time, game on. Game on. Game on. Game on. I got to say it in real life. <laughs> <laughs>